Genesis chapter 16. Gracious God, we thank you and we praise you for another day's journey. We ask that you would have your way in this place, that you would speak to the hearts and minds of your people, and I believe that as you speak to us, our lives will never be the same. Give us listening ears that we might hear in this hour what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the house. And that in hearing, we would believe the report of Scripture. And that in believing, we would apply these truths to our lives. And that we might, through application, receive a harvest. You are a God who keeps your promises. And so we thank you in advance for what you will cause to be accomplished in our lives. Thank you that you can't lie. That what you have spoken, you are God enough to bring it to pass. And so we give you praise, honor, and glory. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. All of God's people said, Amen. Genesis chapter 16, beginning at verse 1. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, bare him no children. And she had a handmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. And Sarah said unto Abraham, Behold now, the Lord hath restrained me from bearing. I pray thee go in unto my maid, and it may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abraham hearkened to the voice of Sarai, or Abram. And Sarah, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her Egyptian, or her maid, the Egyptian, after Abraham dwelt, uh, had dwelled 10 years in the land of Canaan and gave her uh, to her husband, Abram, to be his wife. And he went in unto Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. And Sarai said unto Abram, My wrong be upon thee. I have given my maid into thine bosom. And when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes. The Lord judge between me and thee. I want to tag this text simply, don't settle. Don't settle. The whole premise of this message is built on the truth that God has something increasingly greater for the lives of his people. Uh, that we have to understand that there is no ceiling in God. 
that if you can keep your desire strong, God can come in and do amazing things in and through your life. Uh, the truth really is that God has more in store for his children. And, and if you want the more, he says, I have it. Uh, there is a temptation that dangles before each of us to live an average life. See, God did not give us his anointing for us to live an average life. I, I've been saying this uh, over the last few uh, months that you don't need the anointing of the Holy Ghost if all you're going to do is be average. Oh, come on here. God does not give you his oil so that you can live an average life. I love this because when I begin to look at this, I see the words of Jesus. Uh, he says, I am come that they might have life. Uh, Jesus says uh, uh, that conversely the thief comes not but to, for to steal and to kill and to destroy uh, the, the truth is that the devil has a wicked agenda concerning your life. Uh, the devil is not your friend. He is a relentless foe. I want you to hear me by the spirit of God that the devil never wanted you to give your life to the Lord. He wanted to keep you lost. See, see, the, the, the devil uh, understands that once you gave your life to the Lord, he lost his authority over your life. See, see, and so the devil likes us a whole lot better when we're lost. See, when you're lost, the devil knows that he can get maximum use out of your life. When, when, when the Lord saves you, there is a spiritual shift that takes place. Now, 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 uh, uh, we've got to grab this in the Holy Ghost because, you know, when the Lord saves you for real, a difference is made. Uh, he that was dead all of a sudden becomes alive. Uh, when the Lord gives you this new life, you are able then to go forth and live the abundant life. See, when God saved us, he gave us his spirit to indwell us. And the spirit uh, enables us to overcome the enemy's agenda. What is that agenda? To steal, to kill, and to destroy. And it is the the spirit of God that enables us to overcome that agenda. The spirit wants to help us uh, to walk into the new abundant life that the Lord has ordained for us. Now, now I need you to get this because the abundant life is not a call to an average life. Come on, sometimes we get it mixed up. God is saying abundant and you trying to say, Lord, just give it to me average. 
And I want you to understand that the abundant life is not an average life. The abundant life is an overflowing life. See, see, and I need you to get this by the Spirit of God because you don't want to get the abundant life mixed up with your natural, physical, biological life. Come on here. We, we've got to remember that when we're talking about the abundant life, we're not talking about bios, uh, the natural or the biological life. We are talking about zoe. It is, it is the life of God. It is, it is God living through your life. It is when the Holy Spirit has jurisdiction over your life. Come on here. It, it is when the Spirit of God comes in and implants within your natural life come on a new quality of life oh come on here because how many of you understand that to be saved is really a call to a new quality of life <laughs> Now, as we begin to see this, I want you to know that the abundant life then is a premium life. The abundant life is, an, is the ultimate life. Uh, the abundant life is God's life. See, the devil is hoping that you will live an average life while God is constantly inviting you to an abundant life. So the enemy wants you to be satisfied with average come on the enemy doesn't want you to have a premium life he wants you to have an average life be, be satisfied with just getting by see see the, the devil is hoping that you will settle for average when god really has so much more see see the enemy wants you to have a miserable life and god wants to bring you into a magnificent life come on here and you've got to be determined that what god has for you that's what you want see I want what God wants for my life his plans are better than mine this is this is good here because uh, uh, that God has the abundant life waiting for us that has been secured for us in Christ Jesus. So, so the devil is the ultimate deceiver. He, he's working overtime to make you think that God is against you. Come on here, if the enemy can convince you that God is against you, he knows that there will always be a divide between you and God because you never really want to draw close to people who you think are against you. So the enemy tries to get our minds contaminated about the intentions of God for our life. But can I tell you, God wants to do you well. God does not want to wound you. He wants to do you well. God does not want to hurt you. He wants to do you well. He wants to help you. Come on here. God wants to heal you. God wants to do great things for you. God wants to bring you into abundance. God wants to bring you into increase. God wants to do something mighty in your life <clears throat> I want you to hear about the spirit of God that he wants you to have more than average 
So God is not out to harm your life. He only wants to help your life. See, God has no plans to kill you. He's too busy covering you. Come on here. God says, I want to bless you. So, as we begin to look here, we see then that God is not out to destroy us. He only wants to develop us. God is not trying to steal from our lives. He wants to give us a spectacular life. See, see, it is the devil that wants you to see God in the wrong light. I need you to lift your hands and say, God is for me. Come on here, saying he has great things for me. And the life that God is calling me to is far better than average. <laughs> now, as we come this morning, and I know this is something powerful because the enemy don't want it delivered this morning. That, that's why I want y'all to help me in prayer here this morning because this has got to be released in the atmosphere. Come on here. I, I know, amen, praise God, that something heavy is about to drop for the people of God if you refuse to settle. So, so look here in the text. It shows me that, that God wants to lead you into the abundant life and see the Savior wants to help you to live your maximum life in him. God is not interested, come on here, in helping you to scrape the bottom. God wants you to be your best. So, this is it here. You are not saved to settle. Now, I look at all of the the things that God says about us in scripture. Cause you know, our identity comes from God. And when I start looking through the scriptures and saying son of God and beloved, and then I, I, I go over and start seeing things like super conqueror, hooper nakeo, that in all these things you are super conqueror. And, and you know, when, when, when I see that, I, I then get a picture of what God intends for my life. Out of everything that God says about your life, he never calls you average. There's no name that God has ascribed to you. Come on here. That suggests you're supposed to be average. Lord have mercy. I just said something right there. Come on. I know what the jokers are saying. But there ain't nothing that God says about you. There's nothing that. No name that God has ascribed to you. That suggests anything about you being average. God wants to make you better than average. Come on. God didn't make you new so that you could go on being normal. Come on here. See, see, God says, I want to do something powerful in your life. And see, you know, uh, the, the, the thing is this. The, 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 the temptation to be uh, average is, is something that is easy to fall into. Oh, come on here. Yeah, yeah. Nobody really challenges average. Oh, come on here. Uh, you hear me say it. There are two times when people will have a problem with you. Number one, they will have a problem when you live below average. They got everything to say. She ought not be like that. She ought to know. They ought not come out the house like that. They Come on here. Anytime you're operating below average, come on here. You are talking. 
But then the other time that you are targeted is when you decide you're going to break out of the box and go above average. <laughs> Come on, if this is some of y'all's problem, when they see you, they automatically are threatened by the fact that you want more out of life. Oh, come on here. And there's some people, you ain't done nothing to them. All it is, is that you want what God has ordained for your life. And when you decide that you ain't going to be average, there's somebody intimidated by it. I'm talking about embracing and adopting the life that God has for you and you've decided that you're no longer going to be average and then every little thing you do is under scrutiny. Come on, just look at her. She thinks she's something. He thinks he's somebody. Look at how he walk. Look at her driving up. Look at how she sit up in the car. I'm just trying to see. When you decide that you are not going to be average, get ready to be attacked. Come on here and let me tell you this. This is something that I always tell you. Whenever you're going to be excellent, you're going to find some folk who are going to be envious. But guess what? This is in here. God says I've got great things in store for you. And guess what? The devil don't want you to have them. But guess what? God says they're yours if you just, amen, move in his direction lift your hands right there and say I won't settle so when everything you do is normal you won't have much bother from anybody come on here come on here normal ain't hurt nobody Because being average is widely acceptable. Come on, I'm just talking to some folk that's getting ready to break out of these boxes. I just need about 10 people that are holler, I will not be contained. Come on, I need somebody, I'm saying that I holler it and get up with it. Amen, to let folk know I'm president. Yeah, that's me. Come on here, I'm just showing myself so you can get ready and that you don't get accustomed to seeing me where I am this Sunday because there's something in me that's greater than average. More is calling my name. Higher is calling my name. Greater is calling my name. Lift your head, open your mouth, and give your God a shout right there. So, this narrative blesses me today. It is the narrative of Abram and his wife Sarai. It is the narrative of Abraham and Sarah as we will soon come to know them. Uh, Abraham and Sarah have been now called out from their uh, native land and called to walk with God. Oh, come on here. Whenever you're called to walk with God, he's going to show you something wonderful. God 
never invites you on a walk without intending to work a wonder. I need a praise that'll give him a praise right there. <laughs> the narrative blesses me because uh, God begins to show Abraham and Sarah that he does not want them to have an average life. God makes it clear to them that I want to give you a greater life. And, and, and this is something here because God wants you to know average is not your portion. Now, now let me say this before I get deeper into the text because uh, God wants you to live, amen, an abundant life. And what you've got to understand here is that the enemy wants you stagnated. Come on here. The enemy doesn't want you to be successful. He wants you stagnated. And this is what I want to get across to the people of God. That, 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 that while you're on this journey, that there you've got to understand that there is a difference between being complacent and being content. Come on, there's some people I, I see they complacent, but they call it contentment. Come on, they don't really, they don't really want to do nothing. They don't really want to rock the boat. They don't really want to move forward. They don't really want to endure no process. And so they get complacent. Come on here. And what are you talking about, preacher? Complacency is when we when when you could do better. Come on here. Ain't nothing holding you. Hallelujah. You could do better. But but you're saying to yourself, this is all right. I'm all right here. This is good enough for me. Come on here. See, this is it here. Complacency is settling in a place that, that you could do better. Come on here. Come on here. For some reason, something is holding you back. But if you would step forth in faith, you could do better. See, contentment is different from complacency because contentment says, I'm in a season that God has me and I can't do anything about it. And since I'm here, I'm going to praise him while I'm here. I'm going to rejoice while I'm here. See, Paul said, I'm in prison right now. Come on here. When he was in the jail at Philippi, he wasn't complacent. He was content because it's where he had to be. And he could not do anything until God made a move. But he said, while I'm here, I learned to be content. It don't mean I don't have anything else in me. But I'm at a place now that I got to trust God. Come on here. Don't get contentment mixed up with complacency. They are two different things. And God doesn't want you to be complacent. He calls you to be content. Somebody give him praise right there. See, complacency is just an excuse to be average. I just said something. I said complacency is just another excuse to be average. So God shows us something in the text. And the first thing I want us to get from the text is that God has made us some promises to keep us from settling. Come on, why, why you need to get in your Bible so you can see the promises of God and read about them? 
God says, if I intended for you to settle, I wouldn't have said all of these wonderful things that I want to do for your life. Come on here. God said, I made you all of these promises uh, so that you would not go out and settle in life. Come on here. Abraham is 75 and Sarah is 65 years old. And God comes in and makes them a promise. He says, I see that you have reached a place where you have no seed. You have no child. And what I'm going to do, Abraham, is to cause you and your wife to have a baby I'm going to give you a promise child and God stepped in and made Abram and Sarah a promise and can I tell you that Abram and Sarah are not the only ones that have promises all of God's people he's made you a promise he's made you wonderful promises and that's why you got to praise him that's why you got to glorify him See, God said to them, I'm going to do something for you. He said to them, I'm going to give you a child. And see, the problem is that Sarah is already 65. And though she wanted a child, the prospect of such a thing happening is long gone. She has settled. That she's not going to be carrying a child. However, God shows up and pronounces a blessing over her life. <laughs> now, now, isn't there something here? You be trying to settle and God will step in and, and uh, uh, pronounce a blessing over your life. If you give me just a little bit here. Come on. I said when you're trying to settle, God will step in and begin to make uh, pronouncements over your life. See, this is what the devil don't like. That, that there's a promise that is being spoken over you. You are a child of the promise. Come on here. The devil knows it, but that's why he wants you to back up. See, God stepped in and made a major announcement over the life of Sarah and over the life of Abraham. See, God will show up just when you think it's over. God will show up and pronounce a blessing. Come on here. I need somebody to give God a shout right there. They, they don't understand why you're praising him. But somebody holler the blessing is over me. It's hovering over me. Me. There is a blessing hovering over me. There are words of promise that have been pronounced over me. And the devil hates the divine pronouncement that has been declared over your life. The devil wants you to see your problem but never recognize your pronouncement. You don't just have a problem. You've got a divine pronouncement. Lift your hands right there and pray. Praise God for his promises. Sarah and Abraham have wrestled with the problem. But God had not forgotten about them. God already has a remedy for your problem. God already has a promise to address every problem. So God's promise is far greater than your problem. God's promise is, the, is able to overthrow your problems. 
So just when Abraham and Sarah had given up on the idea of having a baby, God shows up. Come on, just when I got over it, here he come. I had finally cried and moved on. Come on here. You know, some of you, you, you watered down from some of the things you believed for in the days of your youth. After a while, you just got to a place where you said, forget it. And God will come in when you're trying to quit and say, you remember that thing? You prayed about it 25 scheduled a date to do it God I wish I had somebody that'll grab this thing here is there anybody in here that, that was trying to give up and God wouldn't let you come on here this is what I call God canceling your quit come on here that you were trying to quit but God stepped in and counseled it on your behalf I need somebody in here that can give God a praise because when the problem was trying to overtake you God stepped in and made a pronouncement lift your hands I'm giving praise honor and glory right there I praise God for the days that he kept me from settling God gives them a promise and see this is it God will give you a promise so you can keep on pressing I just need about 10 of y'all in here that would admit that it was only the promise if I hadn't had a promise over me Come on, anybody like me, you just felt yourself giving up and felt yourself going under and felt yourself throwing in the towel. Oh, but you thought about the promise of God that God said he was going to do something, that God had something big planned for you. And maybe the promise of God kept you pushing. I need somebody in here that'll give God a praise right there because there's some of you in here. You've not gotten everything you want, but you're still pushing on a promise you're still pressing on a promise you're still progressing on a promise do I have anybody in here that says I'm pressing because God made me a promise the reason I don't intend to settle is because God made me a promise see the promises of God are what have kept me pushing oh come on here yes sometimes I've looked at the situation and it looked so bad I didn't know what else to do but when I tried to quit I remember that God had made me a promise and because God made me a promise I kept on pushing somebody praising the days when I would have quit the days when I would have went under the days I would have stopped midstream the days when I would have stagnated in between I've been, I would have been stuck in a rut and sometimes all I had to push with was the promise of God I need about 10 people in here that'll lift your hand and say pushing on a promise I'm pressing on a promise I don't know what day he's going to do it I don't know what month he's going to come through but I'm pushing
pushing because he made me a promise. I'm pressing because he made me a promise. Somebody give your God a shout right there. You've got too many promises to step, stop, and settle. You have enough going for you to keep on going in God. Look at your neighbor, tell the neighbor, don't settle. Settling is not your portion. You too anointed to be average. I need somebody in here who is still going on the promises of God because God can't lie. Don't settle because God's word can't fail. Don't settle because God's decrees are irrevocable. Don't settle because the God we serve is all powerful. Do not settle. Lift your head. Open your mouth. Cry from your belly. I won't settle. I won't settle. I won't settle. Got too many promises to settle here. Got more great ministry. Can't settle here. I hear the call of God pushing me. And I cannot settle. Lift your head. Somebody give your God a don't settle praise. I need all the folk in here that's going on with the Lord to put a praise on it. Right there. I need about 10 of you to put a good praise right there. I come to send a message to the gates of hell that my settling days are over. Yeah, yeah, you got me when I didn't know no better. I just need about 25 of y'all for real that'll declare my settling days are over. Yeah, 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 my settling season. Baby, that's come to an end. Come on here. I'm going for greater. I'm headed for more. God's calling me to higher. And I won't settle. And I won't settle. God, I feel an unction. And I won't settle. Hell don't want you to hear this. But I come to tell you, God's got something in store for you. And if you realize how great it was, you'd open your mouth and praise God out of your belly. I will not settle. I will not settle. Come hell, but I won't settle. Come high waters, but I won't settle. Let them talk, but I won't settle. Let them lie, but I won't settle. Let them look, but I won't settle. There's something on the inside that keep telling me, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. The Holy Ghost is pushing me to go ahead. Lift your hand, open your mouth, put a praise right there. Don't settle, don't settle, don't settle, don't settle, don't settle, don't settle, don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle. I'm trying.
trying to quit here but there's a demon that we got to deal with and I need every praise to lift your voice open your mouth and cry from your belly I won't settle I won't settle I won't settle the Holy Ghost said don't you better get you some right there ahead in my spirit do I have anybody in here that out of all you've been through you still gotta go ahead in your spirit out of all the devils you've had to fight you still gotta go ahead in your spirit the Holy Ghost on the inside keep telling me Damien go ahead I'm with you go ahead I'm guiding you go ahead I'm fighting for you go ahead I'll give you wisdom go ahead you get strategy go ahead I need somebody that gotta go ahead in your belly to put a praise on it oh 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 I feel something on that praise right there I need everybody that's busting out of average to give God a praise right there don't settle 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 god's got a future with your name on it don't settle greater it's prepared for you don't settle don't settle in your home don't settle in your marriage don't settle on your job don't settle in your education don't settle in your business baby zion is calling you to a higher place don't don't settle don't settle I dare you to get into this cause baby this is straight of heaven's press don't settle hey 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 Zion and give God a praise now this is this is it so you got to accept that this is number two God has made all of us a promise 
uh, number one, God has made all of us a promise to keep us from settling. But then number two, you've got to accept and believe that God wants more for your life. Now I need you to lift your hand and say, God wants more for me and I want it. Come on, say, God wants more for me and I believe him. Come on, say, I accept it that what God has for my life is greater than where I am. Somebody lift your hand. Don't settle. Don't settle. You better back up, devil. Don't settle. Oh. Hey. Don't settle. Don't settle. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You are not out of God's program. You are not out of God's plan. You are not out of God's next level. God's got a greater for your life. And he sent me under divine unction of the Holy Ghost to tell you, don't settle, don't settle, don't settle, don't settle. I know it's hard, but don't settle. Look at this. Sarah, here's what the Lord says. I'm going to give you a baby. She hears it, but she can't see it. Who me? Come on, see, because what the enemy wants you to do is question what God said. That when you ought to be accepting it, the enemy wants you questioning it. The enemy wants you arguing with God when you really ought to be agreeing with God. Oh, come on here. I don't know how he's going to do it. But guess what? I trust him that if he said it, he's already got the plan worked out. Somebody praise him right there. Sarah says, I don't see it. She hears the Lord. Tell her what he wants to do. But there's something in in her that wants her to be like everybody else her age now, now, now this is something to me because Sarah settles and then look at what she says she said to Abraham God have restrained me from bearing now this is what's bad settling and blaming it on God I'm like this because God, God got me here. God got me way, you know. She says, God has restrained me from bearing. I can't do it. But, but, but can I tell you this? Even though you can't see it, just believe it. Because God said it. God's got more for Sarah, but she settles because she can't see it. Come on, she can't see this happening for her. Who, me? 
See, see, this is what puzzles me because uh, the, the devil doesn't want you to see great things happening for yourself. Now, now, now this is something because always celebrate other people. But never stop believing God for yourself. Come on, don't start celebrating what God is doing for others and settling with what he wants to do in your life. She, she can't see this happening for her because the devil doesn't want her to see it. And see, some of us got mega faith. When it comes to what God going to do for somebody else. Come on, some of us got mega faith about what God will do for other folk. And yet, we fail to believe that the same God that does it for them can do it for us. Come on here. Don't just have faith for what God can do for others. Have faith for what God can do in your own life. See, God said, when you get to tell them, I want to do it for you. Come on. Come on. God wants you to believe him. God is dependable. God is not off the cuff. God's got a well thought out plan. God is not fickle. He's faithful. I'm not a man that I should lie. I'm not the son of man that I should repent. If I have spoken it, shall I not do it? If I said it, won't I bring it to pass? God wants to do it for you. Yeah, you're here this morning, not by chance. I'm talking to you. Come on here, Make, let this be almost like it's me and you in here. You the individual, because I want you to know God wants to do it for you. Come on here, don't settle for where you are. Come on, he, God wants to do more. Come on here. He wants to do more through your prayer life. He wants to do more through your worship. He wants to do more through what he has assigned to your hand. God wants to increase your capacity. Some of y'all are doing ministry, but God wants to widen your audience. God wants to expand your platform. Come on, some, you know, because sometimes we take baby steps and, and we get where the Lord uh, is calling us and then we get there and say, well, at least I did that. And if you think that's it, come on here. You do, I mean, you're just getting the appetizer. God getting ready to serve you the full course, baby, if you trust him, God. I need somebody to grab this here. Come on here. Who in here is believing God? Come on here to take you a little further. Come on here. You understand that the assignment that God has placed in your head, you can't carry it out by yourself. But you understand that God can help you to expand. And I want you to know this. Accept what God said. Believe what God said. It is yours. God has it for you see God is well able to bless come on here 
when you believe when you believe God is well able to bless come on here and see this is something here because when 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 you doubt the Lord you create create unnecessary delays in your life come on what is God waiting for you to believe him Come on, we start looking at all of this around and what other folks doing. Look at this here. But see, God says, I'm ready to do something for Sarah, but she can't see it. And see, when God sends you a word, you got to receive it. Come on here. I'm telling you what I know. Receiving the word of God will pull you out of a rut. If God has honored it, I want to accept it. So God says, I want you to agree with me. Stop arguing with God. God doesn't want your arguments. He wants your agreement. Come on here. God doesn't want your arguments. He wants your obedience. Come on here. Stop seeing this is, this is it here. Because see, God wants to do it. Uh, but sometimes we start looking around at other people. What are other folks my age doing? I'm in a season where I ought to be doing. Come on, and you measuring your life by what somebody else is doing. on and God says I want to do something in your life and see this is what you got to do you got to accept what God has for you come on here and accept that what God has for you is far better than average come on believe God for the big things that he wants to do on your behalf and this is what I want you to hear here because sometimes what we do is water ourselves down and what you got to do is stop watering what's in you down just because everybody can't get with it. Come on, I understand that, that, that what God has put in me ain't for everybody. And cool with it too. Come on here. Because if God has anointed you, there's an audience he has to receive it. God don't give no anointing without an audience. And sometimes we spend our time begging folks that ain't going to do. Come on here and you get frustrated begging. Come on, I'm telling you what I know, you get frustrated. Next thing you know, you're mad. Because you know, you be thinking about the tens of thousands of people you were there for and things you did for them. And then when your time come... Come on here, and then you know. But if you're not careful, that stuff will start poisoning your spirit. And and then pray. But but guess what? You've got to understand, baby, that when God has given you something, you've got to keep pushing forward. Uh uh. Don't even let them know you bother. Learn how to cry in private sometime. Learn how to swallow down your disappointments with people sometime. Come on, I'm preaching heavy here now. Come on here. Because see, God, God's going to do something for you. And it's not contingent upon the people who don't support you. Come on here. If your vision was, was, was locked into uh, your non-supporters, you'd really be in trouble. Come on. And this is it. Some of y'all going to learn this. You hear me, but you don't hear me. You don't need everybody's support to be successful. 
get over people and run on with God baby because God has always been more than enough and whatever they don't do the grace of God will make up the difference I know what I'm talking about here come on here some people will sit by and wait for it to fail but guess what when God is for you come on here who can be against you I need somebody to lift your hand right there and get radical I will settle <laughs> I've had to cry but I don't intend to quit so this is it here the next thing is that time cannot stop the power of God so, so don't, don't settle because time uh, is passing come on uh, Sarah her problem is no doubt her age I'm past that stage what are you talking about a baby for now? Why didn't he give me one when I want him? When I asked for it. Come on here. And you know, because some people uh, settle because of time. They start saying it can't happen to me, can't happen to me because too much time has passed. Uh, my season has passed. That's a popular one in today's church. Everything my season has passed. Guess what? You know that the enemy wants you to think that there's no way it can happen for you, and the devil wants you to start looking at the time that you have lost. Come on here. He wants you to talk yourself out of what God wants for you and God is not dwelling on your yesterday God is standing in your right now God said sure you lost some time but what are you going to do now sure some days have passed sure some years have passed come on here this is what I love here because sometimes on our faith journey it takes a while to get ourselves in alignment with what God has but God said I'm here and I want to do it now I'm going to perform it now. I'm going to help you now. See, I don't care how long it's been. God says I want to do it now. And if God has purpose to do something for you, then time cannot stop him. Come on here. It's not too late to get the miracle from the Lord. Come on here. Some of you time has caused you to back up. But God still wants to touch some things for you. I don't care how long it's been. Never stop believing. God even when it looks like your season has passed God knows how to step in and swing back around do I have anybody here that knows that God keeps his promises and some of you here need to grab that the woman had to issue blood for 12 years the woman had the spirit of infirmity for 18 years the paralytic laid on the bed at Bethesda for 38 years Israel stayed in Egypt for 430 years but when God has seen enough and when God has heard enough God knows how to stand up and make something happen I need somebody to grab it here come on here I know it's been a long time but I need about 25 people that'll say these words it's got to happen if God spoke it it's got to happen if God promised it it's got to happen if God declared it 
it's got to happen. If God decreed it, it's got to happen. Lift your hands right there. There's some of you here. I'm preaching to you. It's got to happen. When God says he's going to do something, time cannot stop him. And some of you have been in a place where it seemed like oh, nothing's going to happen. But God sent me to tell you don't settle. Somebody feels like you're starting too late. But don't settle. Somebody praise God right there. Somebody feels like the program is never going to come to fruition. Oh, come on here. But you've got to stop looking at other people and start looking at Almighty God. We spend too much energy looking at people when our focus ought to be on God. Somebody praising. Sometimes we're looking. I said this a few weeks ago. Sometimes you're looking for an example. When God is calling you to be the example, do I have anybody here that says I won't settle? Somebody praising right there. Now this is for those of you who have been in a place and you don't see how it's going to turn around. It seemed like time has passed you by. Can I tell you that God is a redeemer? To redeem means to buy back. To redeem means to purchase something. And God said, I'm a redeemer of the time. What you thought you lost, I can come back and give it to you. I need a praiser here. Because some of you in here, there's some seasons that you weren't in your right mind. There were some seasons when you didn't believe God like you should have. But God told me, when you get there, make this announcement. I shall redeem the time. I shall redeem the time. And all the years that the locusts have eaten, the canker worm, the caterpillar, and the palmer worm, God said, I'm going to redeem it on your behalf. Somebody holler, redeem the time, Lord. Somebody holler, give it back to me. When I was foolish, whatever I miss, redeem the time, Lord. When I didn't believe you, like I should have, redeem the time, Lord. When I was preoccupied with my own agenda, redeem the time, Lord. Now I trust you. Now I believe you. Took me a while to get myself together. But oh Lord, oh Lord, redeem the time. And can I tell you that God can restore the time. God can open one door. Oh, come on here. And that one door be so big. It'll cover everything you lost in the last 15 years. Y'all ain't saying nothing. God can make one move. And the one move can be so big that everything that's been hid in the last 25 years 
he'll make it up in that one door. Do I have a praiser here? Do I have a praiser here? I said God can breathe on it one time and everything that you lost, he'll cause it to be restored to you. Double, triple, quadruple, ain't God all right? Don't settle, don't settle, don't settle. Lord, snatch somebody in Philippi, shake somebody in the virtual sanctuary. Let them know your word is for them. Don't settle. Don't settle. God's got a door. Don't settle. Do you believe that God can make one move in everything you missed in the last 15 years? God can restore in one move. Hey. See, I'm telling y'all, some of y'all ain't got with it yet. Some of y'all, God said, I'm getting ready to make a move for you. And everything that you thought you lost, I'm about to cause it to swing back around. That's the kind of God he is. The devil is a liar. It can come back. It can be restored. It can be recovered. Don't settle. I need somebody to praise him right there because you're getting ready to see a major move of God that's getting ready to make up for everything you lost. Hey, I said this getting ready to be major, baby. God's getting ready to do something for the years you lost, for the days you let it pass you by. He said, I'm getting ready to open up a door and everything you thought you lost gonna be in the room lift your head open your mouth i got to quit here god's got a door to restore everything you thought you lost give him praise give him glory somebody praise him don't settle Settle. Don't settle. Do you know what God can do with one door? Some of y'all God get ready to open up one major door and that's all you need. That's all everything that you skipped, everything you were looked over for, God's getting ready to open up one major door and everything you thought you lost gonna be in the room. Oh, I hear the Holy Ghost. He said, I've heard your prayer. I've seen your faith. I've watched your labor. And guess what? Your labor in the Lord 
is not in vain. Tell that devil he is a liar. Don't settle. Don't settle. I don't care how much time has passed. Don't settle. I'm prophesying a major door. I said a major door. And when you get in the room, everything that you thought you lost, God gonna have it stacked up right pretty. Oh. Oh, because you obeyed him. Because you remained faithful. Because you wouldn't quit. There's a major door for the righteous. Don't settle. Don't settle, 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 don't settle. Greater is calling your name, don't settle. Higher is calling your name, don't settle. Come on here, deeper is calling your name, don't settle. God said, tell him I'm going to redeem the time. Come on, look at somebody. Tell them, get ready for the best years of your life. You thought them 20s was something and them 30s were get ready for the best years of your life and your ladder and your ladder and your ladder and your ladder shall be greater than your beginning. Don't settle. Healing is still possible. Don't settle. Expansion is still possible. Don't settle. Increase is still possible. Don't settle. The dream is still doable. Don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle. I don't care how much time has passed you by. Don't settle. This is the next thing. Don't settle for anything less than what God has for you. Don't settle for anything less than what God has said. Don't settle for another plan other than God's plan. Here's what the text said. God spoke to Sarai and spoke to Abram. And he told, her, and he told him what he would do in their lives. He would give them a seed. He would give them a promised child. But because Sarah couldn't see it, she sent for a surrogate. 
let, let me see if I can get somebody else to carry this child. Come on, because that's just like us. God tells us something just as plain and we put it off on somebody else. And when I see people do this all the time, sometimes we prophesy to others the word that God gave to us. Telling others to do what God wants us to do. I need you, I need you to hear this by the Spirit of God. God wants you to catch faith. Come on here. Some of us are, are, are good at telling people what God wants for them, but never embracing what he wants for us. Hagar, the surrogate, is called in. But, but this is something here. Sarah says, I can't do it, but she, but, but, but she can. Come on. Now, you think she can do it. Why you can't? Come on. If God says you can Stop telling yourself you can't. Come on. God knows better than you do. So, so God has a plan and Sarah uh, is trying to change it. Come on here. But, but, but God doesn't need your suggestions. He wants your obedience. Look at this here. So God has the ultimate plan and you can't put any other plan over God's plan and prosper. Anytime you put another plan over God's plan, you settling. This is it. So real progress comes from following God's program. God isn't looking for our suggestions. He wants us to obey his voice. So this is it. Don't settle for what he said, she said. Do what God said. Now, now this is something here because they went on and Sarah says to Abraham, she going to have the baby. You can be the daddy, but she going to have it. And this is it because anytime you start making other plans than what God gave you, it's going to be a mess. Next thing you know, stuff is popping off in the crib. Old Abe is having a time under that roof. Hagar has conceived and Sarah is mad. Ain't nobody happy in the crib. Because Sarah has an attitude. Isn't it something? That she has disobeyed the plan of God made other arrangements than the plan of God and now she's in a mess her house is paying for it come on here Sarah made it bad on everybody because ignoring the plan of God will only make you miserable come on here see see God is wise and it would do us well to listen to him so, so, so we can avoid a lot of stuff if we would just obey God so if God has declared a thing, we should not move in the opposite direction. Ask Jonah. That joker ended up overboard because he moved in the opposite direction. So this is it. Don't settle for anything less than what God has said. And this is the next thing. God uh, is the God of another chance. Because see, this is what gets me. Uh, he's not just the God of a second chance and you know it. Come on, if God only gave two chances, we might as well turn church out. 
Might as well been a dick and don't come back. God is the God of another chance. Because you would think now that after Sarah have jacked this up, God would say, I'm scrapping it. You didn't have the faith. You don't want to have the baby. And I don't want to, I don't want to help you. Come on, because guess what now? If men were on the committee and you pulled this trick. Come on, have you just ever, you know, while you were praying and you got to thinking about grace and you said, God, I'm so glad you're not like man. <laughs> Come on. Because when you're, when you're in the hands of man, they would show you sometimes no mercy. Come on, I know they say you don't want to be in the hands of an angry God. I'd rather be in the hands of an angry God than to be in the hands of man. Because God's anger don't last but a moment. There ain't no telling when they're going to let you loose. But this is it here. God says, I wanted you to produce. And, and so this is it. Uh, they have a baby. Hagar and Abram have a baby. And the baby's name is Ishmael. And God doesn't let Ishmael suffice. Because Ishmael is what you do out of your flesh. Come on, don't tell me your flesh can't make some stuff happen. And you can't settle for Ishmael when you know God has promised Isaac. So God is going to help them to get this together. Ishmael, the child of the flesh. Isaac, the child of the promise. See, because sometimes your flesh gets in the way of your promise. And sometimes we end up in a mess. Come on here. Because we let flesh rule the day. But, but, but look here. God says, that's your Ishmael. I had nothing to do with him. And, and God says, I want to give you an Isaac. See, sometimes we settle and God wanted to give us something better. But, but listen to this, don't settle, don't settle. Don't settle for an Ishmael. Come on, if God's putting something on your heart, don't settle for Ishmael, don't settle for anything less than the dream he gave you. All of the young people in here, don't settle, don't settle. If you could, if you, I tell my son all the time, if you, you know, I look at him sometimes and I said, no, you, you could have done better than that. Come on here. And it's not, you know, sometimes I look at him and he's got a B, but I know he could have gotten an A. Come on here. And he said, yeah, I could have. Come on here. You know what I'm trying to instill in him? The principle of not settling. Come on here. That, that, that although you look at this and think it's good, always give your best. Ishmael, Ishmael. Ishmael costs you. I ain't said this in a long time. Let me throw this one. That those of you who are looking for God to send you a spouse, don't get an Ishmael. It's the reason the Bible says, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Come on here. 
you can't, uh, you can't yoke an ox and a donkey. Come on here and not have some division. And if you got an ox mentality, why are you trying to connect with a donkey? I, I hadn't hit you in a while and I got to get you. Come on here, that, that, that if you got an ox mentality, why would you settle for a donkey? Because the ox and the donkey have two different temperaments. Come on here. When, when the ox is ready to go forth and get something done, the donkey's sitting back and the ox got to try to pull him. You got enough weight pulling yourself. What you need a donkey for. All right, so look, this is it here. God wants you to go after your Isaac. God doesn't want you to settle. You are not want to settle. You're too special to settle. So this is it here. When they messed up, God didn't scrap the plan. God came in and he said in chapter 17, I'm God Almighty. I'm El Shaddai. I'm more than enough. Even though you messed up, I'm more than enough. See, see, you missed it, but God said, I'm coming back to give you another chance. And God said to Abraham and Sarah, Abraham was now 99 years old and his wife was following behind at 89 years old. And God began to speak to them and said, I'm getting ready to do it. And guess what God said? It's taken 25 years for us to get here. But I am a God of my word. Don't you settle for an Ishmael when I want to produce an Isaac. And God began to move in the middle of it and Isaac was born now let me say this to you and I'm closing here God wants to bring forth something big can you imagine having a baby at 190 come on here you know what that's something big come on here and what you waiting on something big? Come on, because see, some of y'all be watering down your dreams because you dealing with people that don't believe nothing. But don't let naysayers and their negativity stop you from walking into the new thing that God has ordained for your life. And this is it right here. God wants to do something major in your life. And this is the thing. God wants to do it big. Can you believe big? God wants to do it big. Can you have faith for big? See, God wants to accomplish great things. He wants to show you great and mighty things that you do not know of. See, Isaac was a big thing. And I want to tell you, the favor of God is on you and it's not to make you average. Lift your hands and give God a praise right there. I've come to tell you, don't settle, don't settle, don't settle. God wants to do something in your life. Let me say this here, don't be greedy. 
Come on here. Don't be greedy, but remain hungry. Y'all ain't said nothing here. Somebody missed that. Come on, the Bible speaks against greed, but it doesn't speak against hunger. Because he that hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled. Come on here. Don't be greedy, but stay hungry for the things of God. Don't be greedy for the world, but stay hungry for the move of God. Stay hungry for what God wants to do. Guess what? Because the hungry folk are going to be filled. Oh, come on here. Look at somebody tell them I'm not greedy but I am hungry oh come on here when you see me longing for more it ain't cause I'm greedy it's because God has a hunger in my spirit I need a praise right there cause that's what I want the devil to know come on here there's a hunger in me that will not settle there's a hunger in me that will not fall back come on here and you know what here I'm not out here to compete with nobody I'm just wanting to be the best version of me that I can be. See, see, this is what I'm telling you here. When you mature, you'll stop. You'll stop. Uh, you'll stop competing. Come on here. And you'll begin. Amen. To try to be the best you that you can be. Oh, come on. I gave up the competition. Y'all can have that. I finally figured out that I'm better being me. And ain't no runners gonna beat me being me. Somebody praising here. Come on here. I'm not greedy, but I am hungry. I'm hungry for what he has for me. I'm not out here trying to compete. I'm just out here because I want to collect what God has for my life. And so as I close, I don't know what God wants in terms of what he's calling you to do. But I tell you what, whatever it is, don't settle. Never make yourself okay with average. Ask God to make you allergic to average. I wish I had a praiser here that said I'm allergic to average. Somebody praise him. I'm not accepting average for my life. There is more. God has brought us out of too much to be average. You've escaped too much to be average. Somebody praise God. I don't want us to be an average church. I don't want you to be average believers. There's an anointing on you for increase. There's an anointing on you for abundance. Lift your hand. Open your mouth and give your God a shout right there. I need somebody in here that got an average allergy to give God a praise right there. I'm allergic to all of that. I want to go higher. I want to go higher. I want to go higher in the things of God. Greater is calling my name. Somebody give your God a shout right there. Don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle. Go after everything. 
that God says is yours. Don't settle. Something better is calling your name. Don't settle. Something big is in your path. Don't settle into the process. Don't settle. God is up to something. My settling days are done. Do your best and God will take care of the rest. Don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle. I want to take the next two minutes and I need all of the praises to grab your praise and let the devil know I'm not greedy but I am hungry and there's a yearning in me that won't let me quit till I get everything that God has there's a better me in me that I've yet to see and I want to see there's a greater me in me that I've yet to see and I want to see it there's a more powerful me in me that I've yet to see and I want to meet him do I have anybody here that says I refuse to be average settling is not my station lift your hand open your mouth don't settle don't settle don't settle don't settle I know some of y'all look at us in here and wonder what we doing I know we different I know we're peculiar I know we don't do like everybody else but that ain't what God has called me to do don't settle don't settle don't settle don't settle let the chain fall off don't settle loose your mind don't settle free your thoughts don't settle pull down strongholds don't settle lift your head open your mouth give your God a shout right there all over the building I need the winners I need the warriors I need the champions to rise up there's about to be showers of blessings showers of blessing if you don't settle if you don't settle if you don't settle God's gonna do something spectacular if you don't settle you're about to witness the supernatural somebody praising lift your voice claim it for your house I won't settle my son won't settle my daughter won't settle we're not a settling house lift your head I'm gonna believe God until he does what he says he will don't settle don't settle don't settle don't settle there it is right there put a praise on it you don't have to support my journey but I do invite you to watch me win I ain't out here to settle 
came out here to settle. God is on my side. And all I do, and all I do, and all I do is win. All I do is win. All I do is win. I don't settle. I win. I don't settle. I win. I don't settle. I win. Win, win, 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 win. Where the winners at? Lift your voice. Win, win, win. Break out of average. Win, win, win. Stop settling. Win, win, win. Tell normal goodbye. Win, win, win. Come out of mediocrity. Win, win, win. Win, win, win. Don't you stop. Midway. Go all the way with the Lord. Win, win, win. I've come under the unction of the Holy Ghost to tell somebody, don't settle, don't settle, don't settle. God is with you. Don't settle. The blood is for you. Don't settle. Heaven is backing you. Don't settle. Somebody, anybody, put a praise on it right there for your whole house. My house is a winning house. We don't settle over here. We don't settle over here. Somebody seal it with a shout of praise. I need about 25 real praises to put something on this. Come on here. Put something right there. I know you praise him, but I need you to take the next two minutes and put a praise on it right there. Don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle. There's a major door. Don't settle. Somebody grab your praise and release it right there. Send a message to hell. Ain't no settling over here. My settling days are done. Put a praise right there. Come on, release it. Come on, release it right there. Right there, right there, right there. Right there, right there, right there. Don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle. Engage the process, but don't settle. Don't settle. What God has promised has got to happen. What God has spoken, it must succeed. And God sent me here this morning, I know he did. To say, don't settle. Ishmael is not your portion. God's got an Isaac for you. I know you messed up, but God's going to give you another chance. And one of the things I teach you over here at Philippi and those in the virtual sanctuary, that he's the God of a do-over. And some of y'all getting ready to see a divine do-over. 
Don't settle. He can open that door. He can do it for your job. He can do it for your marriage. He can do it for your children. He can do it for your business. Those of you that have educational endeavors, he can do it there. Wherever God is calling you higher, don't settle. Ask God to make you allergic to average. There's another version in you, of you, that you've yet to meet. But God's going to help you to meet her. God's going to help you to meet him. The better you, God is bringing him forth. God is bringing her forth. The greater you, God is bringing her forth, bringing him forth. The more powerful you, the more determined you, the more stable you, the more settled you. God is bringing them forth. Don't settle. I know sometimes it's so easy to be average, but don't settle. Don't settle to fit in. Don't settle for their acceptance. Stop watering yourself down. So you can fit in. Don't settle. This year, I want our young people to go all out. Don't settle. Give it your best. Don't settle. God is with you. You don't have to settle. And when you feel like you're settling, pray. And say, God, strengthen me. And stir up in me the passion to keep going. To greater things. If there's one today.